Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Well, first I tried to hate him because he broke up with me even though I was still in love with him. And then you're trying to hate someone you love and then they die. I was just left searching since it was such a short relationship even though I knew how deep it was. What you're about to hear is an unscripted session with a psychic medium. Fleur had no contact with the participants prior to this meeting. They were screened by me, Elizabeth, one of the producers of the podcast, in order to preserve the integrity of the psychic reading. Absolutely no information was given to Fleur before their psychic session. This is Moving Beyond the Podcast. Fleur, and I'm a teacher, the author of the book Moving Beyond, and I work as a psychic medium. I have done over 15,000 readings for people all over the world. I connect them to their loved ones on the other side. This podcast lets you be a fly on the wall in my office to listen in and to experience what a psychic medium session is for yourself. People see me for a variety of reasons. Some come looking for closure, others are looking for life direction, and other people come because they're not so sure about this whole thing, but they're pretty curious. Here you will find stories of tremendous loss, but also incredible love and healing. After each session, I have the joy of sitting down with my client again to discuss their experience and answer any of their questions around spiritual connection. I hope that some of the information that arises can help you too, no matter where you are in your journey through loss, growth, or curiosity about the things we can't always see. from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I'm looking to get from this podcast any form of healing. I feel like I have a fairly unique situation that it's been really difficult to find other stories to relate to as far as grief goes. So nothing really in my nature wants to be on a podcast, but I feel like this is just an opportunity to maybe provide someone else something to relate to. 
This morning, I am preparing for my session with Carrie. I usually prepare for a session by meditating, and I like to take some time for myself to really allow the rational mind to take a back seat so that it's my own spirit that can come to the front because all spirit communication is spirit to spirit. So my own spirit has to be available. And I find that the easiest way to access that state is through meditation. I feel ready and I'm excited to give Carrie a call. Hi, Carrie. It's so nice to meet you. You too. Have you ever had any kind of reading before? Uh, Just once before. Just once before. So before we get going, is there anything that you do not want to hear or don't want to know about? I don't think so. No. Okay. If there's anything I touch on as we go where you would say, ooh, that just feels like a road I don't want to go down, something I don't want to hear more about, you can certainly tell me that. Okay. Okay. And then I always like to emphasize before we get going here that you will have some time for questions. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Just going to get quiet here for just a moment. Sink in. Let the people step forward, those who wish to connect with you today. And then we'll do our best to bring them forward with clarity and ease. Okay, yeah, they're still around here. So as I was preparing for you, and I usually meditate before I get going with these readings, I felt very strongly that I was going to connect with a best friend of yours, close, close friend, was my feeling. I feel here that sense of friendship much more so than a family connection, but a sense of at one point seeing each other daily, um, really regular interaction, the kind of friendship where we would be in very close proximity to each other. Do, Do you see someone in spirit that would be like that? Yeah. This would be a a man. Do you see the male figure as he comes in? Yeah. Well, I feel we're good friends. That's how he shows this to me with you. Mm -hmm. And I think we um, are around each other all the time at one point, and I see you every day, and I feel that he he likes to see you smile um, um, and be happy. Um, But I do feel this man himself, the way he shows it to me, gets pretty deep uh, periods of depression for himself. Do you see this? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like you would have known him to or would have suspected him to deal with depression. Do you understand? Suspected, yeah. Okay. Um, but I think he really wants to validate that for you. And I feel that over a period of years, I see you regularly. I'm, I'm, there's this odd feeling of I'm, it's a really regular interaction. Like every day we see each other. Every day there's a point of contact. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. And he loves it. Um, now, I feel that there must have been some sort of romance underneath the surface, but I feel that the two of you never quite figured that part out. Does that make sense? Kind of. Like, I feel like when one of you approaches the other, the other isn't quite ready, or that you may have felt there's a flirtation, because I want to say it's not just friendship, although the majority of time the two of you spend together would have been friendship, but I, I definitely feel like there's some sort of romantic pool here. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's making me feel we don't really get it right. It feels very rocky. It feels very, like, not the right timing. Yeah, Do you understand this? got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like, oh, we just didn't get it right. And wanting to apologize yeah. because he shows me here that 
in a lot of ways, I, I think you would have felt quite let down by the romantic aspect or the partnership aspect of this connection. Yeah. Do you see this? Very yeah. let down. And there's also a moment where he makes me feel that he stops communicating or really withdraws. There's a moment of confusion where I see very little communication. Do you see this? Yeah. And like a, he talks about like a disappearance act. Do, do you see? Mm-hmm. And realizing how immature that is now. Yeah. Um, but it feels very confusing for you at the time. And he understands. Again, he points me back to the depression. Again, there's a real necessity here to bring home to you what was going on underneath the surface wasn't very visible to you mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Now, I also want to talk about drug binges. Do you understand him to have been involved with drugs that maybe you didn't know at the time? I just get this feeling of I go on kind of weekend binges is the feeling I get. Uh, Like I go go hard, do you know? He went hard, yeah. There's this feeling of, again, a lack of maturity and a real need to apologize in a sense of he could get away with this sense of a disappearing act because he could forget about it because he could just go party hard and forget about it and lived in a little bit of a numbed out state, I think. Yeah, that is on point. Now, prior to his passing, this is when the two of you have the rockiest period of time. Is that right? Yeah. Because I feel none of this is made right before he goes. You see? Yeah. And there's this real need to make it right now because I know you've had conversations with him in spirit where you're wanting that kind of reconnection and the kind of reconnection that one would hope for in life where after a period of time both hearts have settled and you come back together and you say listen I didn't mean any of that do you know yeah and he certainly wants to say it now and makes me feel like this is years of friendship that he didn't want to throw away like that Mm -hmm. and there's this sense of can we still be friends do you know that's the feeling that I get Um, and wanting to extend that to you if you if you want it kind of thing. Yeah, that was, I think that was my only question for him to ask at the end. So that's very sweet oh, that's to hear. Yeah. And he actually makes me feel like you have since his passing. There's a sense of yeah. you opening your heart back up to the world. But wanting to say, we can be friends, you know. And I think you are someone who would have also wanted that in life even if he were here. Yeah. Um, Do you see about six years of friendship between the two of you? Uh, Yep. Talks about, we can't just throw six years away just like that, you know? That's the feeling. It's it's too long and it's too, we've seen too much and we've held each other in intimate ways. That counts. What feels really important, it counts. Um, let me have him come back, come back, come back. He got distracted. <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing to say, but I do think he's easily distracted, is my feeling, mm-hmm. in life. <laughs> do you see this? Yeah. We would classify him as ADD or a bit like that. Do you know? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. Just feel like I'm like, come back here. we got to stay focused. <laughs> um, okay, so... Okay. Um... Uh, uh, speaking a little bit about the passing here, I do feel just really abrupt. I do feel really sudden with mm-hmm. his passing. Um, and he does make me feel, um, well, he shows me there's a real recklessness 
here in and around him at the time of his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, there's other people around at this time. Do, do you see this? Yeah. Like people witness his passing is my feeling. Yeah. Um, and it feels really, it would have caused a lot of PTSD to the people involved as well. Do you see? Yes. He's really sorry about that. Mm-hmm. You would also know these people well. Mm-hmm. These are not strangers to you. These are people you know well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is a group of people kind of hanging out or like we're in a group of friends at the t- Do you see this group of friends? Yeah. Um, would you Would you see five people kind of directly involved or directly witnessing? Do you see? Uh, I'm not sure. I was, I'm really only close with one of them who was there, but I know it was a small group of people. Okay. It feels like a small group of people. feels like we know each other well. feels like we're friends. You know, it feels like we're hanging out. feels like no one else is getting as crazy as he's getting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he talks about being reckless, and he also makes me feel like nobody else is really being that reckless. Okay. Um, In his his headspace here. Um, he also keeps making my head hurt, so there must be part of a head injury around this as well. Um, but I keep wanting to really emphasize here that this feels really accidental, is what I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very accidental. Now, um, and I don't want it to be triggering in any way, mm-hmm. so stop me if it's too much, but I, I do feel at some point there's a lot of blood. Do you see this? Um, I'm not sure about that one. Because huh, I feel like um, there's some kind of internal damage here, is my feeling. That would make sense, I think. I'm just never, yeah, I didn't know. I never found out those details. Okay. Mm-hmm, but I think that would line up with what happened. Okay. Um, let me have him just give it to me again here. He also makes me feel that help was called or... Um, uh, like 911 or something like that, but I don't feel that they're there in time. Do you see this? Yeah. Like, I feel by the time they arrive, he's already passed, is how he shows it to me. Yeah. Do you see that his body flipped at one point or was, like, up in the air? Yeah. But I'm not in a car at the time, right? Yeah, not in a car, not in anything. But my body flips, you see? Yeah. He just keeps wanting to say it's an accident, it's an accident, but I feel... Like, my body goes flying a bit. Yeah. And he also talks about having more momentum that he th- than he thought he was going to have. Yeah. That makes sense. And even though there were other people around, no one was, no one else was injured. Do you see this? It's just him. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel it's... It, and then... It's kind of confusing, because... He does end up outside, is that right? Yep. Does he jump out of a window? Uh, he fell off of a cliff. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm like, what is he trying to do here? But he's... He ends up outside. He makes me feel like he he jumps or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. It feels like people that he was around or with around at that time, um, which yeah, I think I... they must carry a lot of a lot of PTSD because it feels quite intense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, A couple of his friends that I know were there. 
He himself has a sister, do you see? Oh, it could be his sister-in-law. Yes, he has a sister, but you are also connected to the family in a way where you really know the family or a family member. If that's a sister-in-law, that's okay, but it feels like you would still speak to family members of his. You see? Uh, Yeah, it it must be his sister-in-law. I've known her for since before him. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But he also has a biological sister, yes? Yeah. And you would know that they would have been close as well. You understand? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was any Um, relationship there. Yeah, it feels like he he just talks about his his family's good. His family's sweet. Do you know? Good Mm -hmm. family. Yeah. Um, And just, again, wants them to know all all is well. He's around. Um, I want to go back to the dynamic between the two of you because he makes me feel this has been a really hard thing for you to process and to let go just because the two of you were not on great terms when he passed and I feel like it causes so much confusion around who he was to you at the time of his passing. Do do you see this? So much confusion. And he makes me feel that you're allowed to grieve him in whatever way that you want because the relationship is deep whether you want to label it as a friendship, whether you want to label it as the two of you were dating, I think both can be true and you would honor either one. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he comes in very strongly for me is the sense of a best friend mm. um, who tried to date and it didn't quite work. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still grieve it in whatever way that feels right. So he just really wants to say to you that it's real. The connection was real, complicated, but real. And I feel um, that you've been unsure whether you should put up a photo of him um, in the way you would if someone had passed and you didn't have this complication. Do do you see this? Yeah. And he's like, I'd love to be a part of your life and remembered in that way. And then you can have that photo up if it makes you feel good. And if it doesn't, you take it down. Okay. Or have it up sometimes. Yeah. But there's just this this knowing that you've struggled with how do I honor him? Does yeah. that make sense? How do yeah. I honor him? Hmm. Okay. Now he also talks about coming through in the dream state for you already. So you've already seen him in dreams. Yeah. But you see that they sometimes also have a bit of a nightmarish feel to them. Yeah. And he's really wanting you to know that's not him coming through as a nightmare in a nightmarish state. It's it's, it's his presence because a lot of this is so traumatic. The subconscious Mm -hmm. reacts to it in such a way that it's creating nightmares. Okay. And I do think it'd be fantastic for you to work with a trauma coach, maybe somatic trauma work. And I think you'll find that those nightmares will move into a space in which the dreams are enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Because it's not him that's producing the nightmarish feeling. It's the fact that your subconscious is grappling with his presence is here. How do we make sense of this? Right. And he wants you to have pleasant dreams, of course. Yeah. There's just so much so much support available here for you whenever you want it. And him knowing and he and he just you know, he wants you to know like door is open. You come in whenever you want. You you ask for what you need. I'm mm-hmm. here for you. Nice. I'm just going to say this one last thing, and then we can move into some questions. Um, but I, I feel that currently you're having to draw some really, really strict boundaries with family members. Mm-hmm. And 
kind of a feeling of by doing so, you feel alienated or really on your own. Do you see this? Yeah. And he really, his major message outside of being around you and loving you is you are going to get through this period of your life, even though Mm -hmm. it feels like the foundation has been kind of ripped out from under you. Yeah. And it will require a period of time in which I think you'll look back and go, wow, those were some of the hardest years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it must feel that way right now where it just is like it can't get worse than this within the family dynamic, within kind of having to be on your own two feet. Like it just feels really overwhelming. Do, do you see mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And he does really want you to know it doesn't get worse than this, but you are going to have to push through this period of time and that you are really strong and you're stronger than you look and you've been through more than people would guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there's quite a bit of also in various ways, and we don't have to get into it, but a couple of like kind of abusive situations in your past, do you see? Mm-hmm. And this sense of you really needing to know how strong you are and how you get to define your life and that it does not get worse than this. It only gets better. And you are on standing on both your feet and it just got to take it one step at a time. There's also a real questioning around you around education if you continue or if you stop. Do you see? Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's good to continue, but do so at your own pace. Okay. If you need to take a break, you take a break. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's starting or stopping, or starting or not stopping. Starting or not starting. <laughs> yeah. Is my is my decision right now. So yeah, that makes sense. My feeling is education's great. They do want you to start, but they don't want you to feel overwhelmed by having to finish it within a period of time. And if during that time you need to take a break, it's okay. But it will ultimately lead you where you want to go, is my feeling. Okay. Okay. But yeah, the feeling of start the education, you're not going to regret it. And you're, you're way stronger than you look. You know, you're way stronger than you've been through way more, I think, than a lot of people would know by just looking at you. Well, that's validating. Okay, so let's get to some questions. I also just want to point out uh, you've got a grandmother in spirit as well. Do you see this? Yeah. She's been here on the side the whole time. She's really wanted to give him his time and his space, but she's a little bored of that now you know she's like all right my turn <laughs> i get this overwhelming feeling you get to know this lady really well yeah i feel like within the family dynamic she's a stable force for you when a lot of other people aren't yeah and she's still that guiding light she's still right there she doesn't want you to forget that i feel that you do get to spend time with her in the lead up to her passing but i don't see you with her at the time that she goes do you see this yeah She doesn't want you to worry about missing those last moments. It's not any kind of indication of love, and it certainly wasn't going to hinder her from a smooth transition. Okay. I feel that you must look a lot like her or that people say your personalities are very similar. Do you see this? Yes. I feel like people are often like, you remind me so much of your grandmother, you know? Yeah. Um, she's happy every time she hears it because it's, it's a great honor for her. Oh, same for me. And uh, 
she just wants you know anytime it's brought up anytime you think it which is right there it's right there i don't think it causes her passing but would you know her to have experienced a small stroke at one point yeah yeah um last thing here with her i keep hearing piano music in the background and um i'm gonna place it yeah there's another woman with her another woman passed over who who would have played the piano okay would you know of that lady yeah your grandmother brings her forward as well but she's not just somebody who plays sometimes and quite good do do you know what i mean yeah like i give lessons and i feel like piano is my thing the the person that came to mind immediately would be my great grandma Okay, cool. I was like, I, she's she's somewhere back there, but this other grandmother brings her to the forefront, and they just want to say hello, as, as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, your great grandma on that side, even though again she's back in the generations, uh, she gets to meet you in life. You see, mm-hmm. like she's a, she's alive when you're alive. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a connection here. It's not just like a random great grandmother showing up. She's like, no, no, no. I met this girl. I held her. I was very young, and she was just a very quiet lady. So I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. her to come through. Yeah, but she's she's part of your spirit family, mm-hmm. and she cares. Wow. She's strongly there. Um, so let me break for a moment, and let's. If you have any questions for the grandma or the great grandma, let's actually get to them first, and then we move back to the young man we talked to first I don't think I have any questions for my great grandma really wasn't expecting that I don't think I have any questions for my ama either just that I don't know, she knows that I love her but I just yeah love and she miss absolutely her absolutely does and um, definitely feel guilty sometimes for how little I got to see her towards the end so what you said earlier is nice to hear um and uh i think i get signs from her pretty often so i just don't want her to slow those down yeah you absolutely do you also see the feathers in connection to her uh i didn't know that it was in connection to her but i've i've been yeah feathers are a thing okay yeah she talks about the feathers like you've picked up many a feather do you see yeah yeah she talks about those can you ask her anything about blue jays? I feel like that's definitely her as well, because the first thing I hear is, well, those are my favorite. Yeah, they were. So she definitely likes sending those too. There's this feeling of I sit and I watch the blue jays, and at one point she would have put bird feet out, or that feels like a thing. Yeah. You understand that? Yeah. And um, she certainly still spends time with them in the physical world and, uh, and definitely brings them to you. I see them all the time. <laughs> She likes that you're paying attention. That feels very, very real. Yeah, I'm always looking. I think my only question was just, can we stay friends? <laughs> just ask him to never leave me again. Oh, he would love nothing more. Get this real resounding yes. That's great. And overwhelming sense of calling him up whenever you need him. Whenever you need him. Okay. I guess, are there any signs that I should look out for from him? I keep hearing, uh, like, shared playlists. Okay. I want to say, 
that you do have access to playlists of his or that there's shared playlists of the past? Do you see this? He's very uh, adamant about this, so you have to look for it. Not really. None that we shared together. Um, Talking about the shared, the shared music, the shared playlists. Well, there's a shared playlist that uh, like a bunch of his friends made after he passed away. Ah, that's what I listened to before. Just all of his favorite songs. <laughs> They're real headbangers. Do you see this? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so he just, he's quite funny. He's like, well, don't expect him to come up in a coffee shop or something. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of music, but they will show up for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, the shared the shared playlist and. This is a funny thing, but um, do you see that you've walked around before and kind of sworn that you saw him in a reflection or saw him in the corner of your eye? Um, I've definitely had times where I think I see him, yeah. He's making me feel that that is a sign in and of itself because your periphery can allow your brain to see something that it doesn't discredit because it doesn't make rational sense. So um, you could see something in your periphery. The minute you look at it, it's not going to be there anymore because your brain will go, no, 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 that's not actually there. But in the reflection, sometimes in the periphery, he's able to get your attention. Hmm. He really, really cares about you. And, and I think he really wants you to know that all of your feelings are valid and you're definitely going to be friends for life. So I definitely want to leave that with you. Comforting. Okay. Thank you very, very much. Do you have any other questions? I don't, I don't think so. Like I, I mean, I want to, part of me, part, part of me wants to ask about our relationship and why everything happened. But I, I think with, I don't know, everything I've learned since a closure isn't really what you expect it to be. And I, I think that what I heard from him today was everything I I needed to hear to move on, to carry on. Glad to hear that. And um, always want to remind you that I'm certainly not your connection to him, that he's here because you're here. So you're going to carry him with you moving forward. And I do really feel like he's quite strong in character. So you're gonna you're gonna feel him a lot you're gonna see a lot of signs over the years okay all right thank you so much today i get to talk to carrie again it's been about a month since our meeting since the reading that we had in which we connected her to her past best friend i'm really curious to see how she's doing This is a new thing for me. I don't get to check in with people after readings. I don't really know how they're doing. So I can't wait to hear this from her perspective, what she gained from the reading, if things shifted in her life. I'm really excited to talk to her today. Hi, Carrie. It's nice to see you again. Nice to connect with you again. Yeah, you too. How have you been since our session? Pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely, it has only affected my life positively. 
Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah. That's really good to hear. I would actually love to hear the full story, if you're willing, to how you came to see me and and all that happened. When I do readings, I don't remember most of them, first of all, Mm -hmm. and I don't get the full picture. I only Mm -hmm. get what is meant for you. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear it if you are if you're willing to, to share. Yeah, absolutely. Like just as far as the my relationship goes and everything. Well, let's start with who you were trying to connect with and why you felt like you needed connecting. Well, what I was hoping for was to connect with uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine, Charles, uh, who passed away. Like we talked about, he had a pretty tragic accident and died pretty suddenly. Um, and we had we were friends for a while and had just found ourselves single at the same time and started dating and got it was just very serious very quickly um which you were like so accurate about in the reading um and yeah we just fell in love really hard and then um he broke up with me out of nowhere after about three months of dating just over three months and I never got any answers as to why and then before he could explain anything he had his accident about a month and a half after we broke up he fell off of a cliff oh wow Hmm. so was he hiking what was the um he was in California for like a like a motorcycle show and was staying at a cabin in, I guess, kind of in the mountains. And um, they were all partying and he went off like late at night and I guess went to hike or like climb a mountain, do something reckless. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he had an accident and fell. Um, So yeah, that was really hard for, of course, the people that were there. It was really not a a good scene of course um and uh yeah just for me it just left me like with so many questions that I knew I would never get the chance to get the answers to from him because you said that he he had just disappeared pretty much right by the sound of it yeah like we the weekend that he broke up with me I was supposed to meet his parents and Um, and like, he just started acting weird. It was his birthday and, uh, yeah, then he just got really distant over two days and had to go somewhere for work and then broke up with me over a text message out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, that was a hard drop, (laughs) um, for me. And of course you guys had known each other for, for a long time. So that's. That's hard. Yeah. Somebody you've been dating for three months by the sound of it, it really was, and by the feeling of it in the reading, you know, it's like you guys have this whole history. Totally. Yeah. Which like really complicated things for me because I mean, I was left with, well, first I tried to hate him because he broke up with me, even though I was still in love with him. And then you're trying to hate someone you love and then they die. And then there's, there's all this glorification around a person after they die and it just like really messy, lots of complicated feelings to deal with. And just like, I 
was just left like searching for validation like yeah since it was such a short relationship even though I knew how deep it was yeah it really left me seeking to validate my own memories after being you know left to be the only one to keep them and then at the same time I was invalidating my own relationship because yeah it was just a really confusing time yeah Mm -hmm. it sounds like it I I want to say that it's also so normal um Mm -hmm. sometimes people ask me you know what's the most difficult kind of reading that you do and it's of course, there, there are going to be really horrific things that you go, wow, it's really hard. But I think the one that when I do readings, the type of loss that leaves a lot of people completely disheveled is people who were not necessarily in the relationship at the time or like mistress or like yeah. something where you're like, well, what were we, you know, like, what was this? Yeah. And that was my like biggest struggle trying to find like looking through other people's stories of grief and trying just like searching for anything to relate to and I think the closest thing I got was this one story of a woman who was a fiance at the time so like they weren't technically married yet and it was still like so much more advanced than we had gotten the chance to get to like I ended up meeting his parents but it was at his funeral and he didn't even they didn't know who I was um so hard and uh yeah just really complicated and then I was listening to moving beyond and there was one episode um called losing a soulmate and it just really resonated with me um yeah I heard at the very end of the podcast like if you want to be a guest and uh yeah I was very compelled to write in even though like nothing I don't know. I don't really like listening to my own voice and I Mm. like to be private and, but I just felt like someone had taken hold of my thumbs to email in. uh, And I just figured afterwards that, yeah, like if I had such a hard time finding anything to relate to, there's gotta be just so many people who are left. Yeah. Just thinking like, what, where are we? Like, how do I, classify this how do I explain this to anyone um so I think that ended up kind of giving me a little bit of courage to go through with it I know you're going to be you're going to somebody's listening to this so to speak right now in the future who is going to be helped because like I said it really is one of the hardest losses I see people go through it really really is Mm -hmm. because it's uncharacter you can't categorize it exactly yeah. yeah, and and that's what you're like, I don't know, after someone dies, you want to be able to categorize it. Like you, I don't know, it comes to a complicated situation. It just, you end up feeling very alone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of this is somebody else will feel a little less alone. Yeah, thank you for your courage. What were you hoping to get out of the reading? I just tried to have like no expectations. Um, Since emailing you guys uh, or like the podcast, um, I went and saw a different psychic medium and I was really, really hoping to talk to Charles. And it was mainly my grandmother who came through 
So I just didn't Mm -hmm. want to go into this one with any expectations. And then the very first thing that you said really was like, it felt like it was everything that I needed to hear. Um, which you just said that you felt like I had a best friend there and yeah, him like identifying himself like that, just that seemed to validate our entire relationship in like two words. Mm. And yeah, never mind a bunch of other nice things that he said. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was just the best Oh, yeah. I remember I remember his feeling when I think back on my readings. I don't often remember the details, but I often always remember the feeling of the connection between two people. And I have to say it was really, really beautiful. That's like just the most special thing to hear. I would say, too, when you go to a psychic medium, I always like to say there's times where, you know, somebody doesn't come through when I do mm-hmm. readings. Um, and it's always... I think the medium's dictionary, so to speak, it's like the, what we know, what we're familiar with, it may be that the person who was reading for you wasn't quite familiar with the type of relationship the two of you had, or him being young and falling off a cliff is so unusual, um, the person wouldn't have necessarily a frame of reference for it. And so then it's almost like that energy station, that radio station doesn't even get picked up. Like they don't even realize the station exists, right? Right. Because we're only always, as a psychic medium, working through our own lens and what we know. And that's how we can relay the information. So I was going to say in that first reading, it's very possible that he was right there. If you go see another psychic medium down the road, because it's such an unusual story, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a large percentage of people who would miss him. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to have you keep that in the back of your mind. He, I'm sure, will come through again. I know that he's really strong. He's going to make sure that he does in some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the case that you get a psychic reading and he doesn't, that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. I feel like this, like our session, I don't think I'll, I don't really think I'll need to pursue another session with anyone else. Like he really... I got everything that I needed, I feel, to just feel better. Well, that's the that's the best feedback I can get. I always tell people if I do a good job, you'll never have to see me again. Yeah, like I don't. I felt like I was really, yeah, like I just had a little taste of it the last time. So I really wanted more and this, I just have no need to be searching anymore. Yeah. Well, because you're connected to him, right? And I think that's always the point of the reading is to show you he's there. There's mm-hmm. connection here. And now you can allow it in your own life if you want him to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You can bring that through yourself. Yeah, which I like kind of knew, but I think, I mean, I did know, but the our session was really um, validating for me, like oh, beyond validating. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. So happy oh, that I'm he was able to. So grateful. Through. You're so welcome. So welcome. Was there anything in the reading that has made you feel like you can build that connection for yourself? Have you seen any signs since we have 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 connected? Um, yeah, actually, not necessarily from him, but um, like when you were talking about uh, my grandmother. Um, and you brought up feathers right away. 
there's been a lot of like very interesting feathers that I found. And the one that came to mind when you mentioned feathers was this like spotted woodpecker feather I found one day just standing like vertical in the mm-hmm. ground right in front of me. Um, and it was the same day that I had specifically asked my Emma for a sign. Um, so when you mentioned feathers, that image popped into my head right away. And then when our session was done, right after I took my dog for a walk and just directly in front of me on my path was the same like spotted woodpecker feather. And then about an hour later, I went to wash my car and there were these birds squawking in the trees at me, which I assumed were crows. And then I looked up and it was a family of blue jays, uh, which was the other thing that you had mentioned would be a sign from my Emma. So that was absolutely wild. Um, And uh yeah, the the song thing with Charles, I've uh, I haven't heard anything in particular since our session, but you were like a hundred percent correct about that. Like I, um, that's his, that's the biggest sign that I get from him usually. Uh, songs that remind me of him popping up, and yeah, and I'll continue. I'm sure. Yeah, that. yeah. So it's really nice to know what to look out for and. Yeah, the fact that I saw both of the signs you mentioned from Mayama within like, it must have been three hours after our session. That was just wild. She was ready. She's like, all right, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Whole family of Blue Jays. (laughs) Yeah, it was really something else. That's really great. I love Mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for, for being here for yourself and for others. Um, can't stress enough how unique in some ways this passing is, but it's not. And it's just that nobody talks about it. Yeah. I've noticed that uh, grief is a very hard subject to tackle with people. The hardest, I would say, that I've come across. Um, so absolutely. Yeah, if this can make one person feel a little bit more comfort around their situation or just a little bit less alone, then super worth it. I'm so happy to hear that you feel that you can maybe take one step further in, in your process, which is going to be a process, right? Because grief is comes in waves. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I hope that it allows you to just take one step forward. It will. And it yeah, it has. And I just can't thank you enough so welcome my pleasure um and uh if you ever have a question or anything like that feel free to reach out we'll be here for you sounds good have a great rest of your day thanks you too fleur bye bye and for the listener thank you for being here with an open heart and hearing these stories I know we heal in community, so I thank you for being a part of this one. If you'd like to open up your own spiritual gifts, because we all have them, even you, you can find my book, Moving Beyond, online. And if you need a little bit of hand-holding and personal guidance, I teach mentorship courses that help you access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit communication. You can find all this information at mediumfleur.com. 
Thanks again for being here. This podcast is completely free of charge for all participants. And therefore, if you feel called to leave a review, it really does mean the world. It allows us to continue doing this work and connect to as many people as possible. We really hope it's healing. Thank you in advance and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Moving Beyond, the podcast. If you haven't yet left us a rating or a review, we would greatly appreciate it as it helps new listeners to find the show. Moving Beyond is an independent podcast produced by Fleur LeSink and Elizabeth Mihalich, with additional support from the team at 2020 Intuition, Heloise, Teresa, and Madalena. Original music composed and produced by Lucas Tuttle. To learn more about Medium Fleur and her book, Moving Beyond, that teaches you how to access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit connection, please visit www.mediumfleur.com. The link is in the show notes. If you're interested in being on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send Elizabeth an email at podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R dot com. We would like to thank everyone who has shared their loved ones, their stories, and their heartbreak with us, making this podcast possible. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.